What makes a great leader great? How do we create a high-performing team? And when we say leader, we mean everyone, because everyone is leading their own life. Will yours be a life by design or a life by default? Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, because great leaders will produce great results. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you might be in the world today. This is Steve Schallenberger, your host. And this uh, particular podcast is the third of seven podcasts on the Transformation Challenge, the six steps of problem solving, planning, and execution. Uh, Today, we're going to focus on step two of the six steps. So far, we've talked about what the Transformation Challenge is, which is a challenge to take any uh, issue, problem, Uh, opportunity and develop it to its fullest to make the good better and the better best or to take the bad and make it good and ultimately uh, the best possible. That's the spirit. And, and, And so we take the challenge. It's the transformation challenge that we take a challenge to make things better. And that's part of what we offer to our organizations. That's part of what the leadership we bring to life. It becomes a light. It's refreshing. It's uplifting. So the second podcast uh, on the Transformation Challenge was on step one of six steps. And in this case, it was identifying step one is, well, when you have a problem, when there is a potential opportunity, uh, what is the vision? And as a leader, that's the starting place is shifting the field of play to an inspiring place. What is the vision? What are we trying to accomplish here? And as soon as you do that, it takes on a whole new perspective, this problem or opportunity. And it puts it in context, really, with where you want to go, where you want to be. And it is a vision that people can gather around and pour their innovative imagination into. So to introduce uh, this next step, I'd like to share a story of three people walking along the road. And these uh, people were seasoned, mature individuals that had been around for a while. And as they were walking down the road, the first one said, oh, it's windy out. (laughs) And And then the second one said, well, actually, it's Thursday. (laughs) Which the third person responded, I am too. Let's go get a drink. Well, if you can't get the real uh, uh, information, in this case, what somebody is really saying, uh, it's hard to get to the right place. So it's important to understand the real situation. So step two is comparing your vision. Here's the vision that we established where we want to end up against the current reality. So step two is, what is the current reality? So as we think about this uh, particular thought, analyzing the current reality 
helps you determine whether you or your team are achieving your vision and goal and are on track to achieve it. Now, this may be simple on the face, but it really can be quite challenging. So, for example, in the days before the global financial crisis of 2008, how many banks or financial institutions were aware of the real situation? In other words, that current reality. Uh, and this was to be one of the worst financial crises in decades. But few, if any, understood the current financial reality. And if they did, it would have really changed their behavior and the direction that they took. Think of all the highly educated people that were thinking and looking about this. But in the spirit of uh, the transformation challenge and the six-step process, and if we are to identify our vision, which is to have highly successful financial institutions that foresee and weather upcoming changes uh, and are among the best in the world, then we could ask, well, what's the current reality? And a thoughtful response on that uh, an examination of the current reality would have said, we're in danger. Uh, there's a, as a matter of fact, there are some wonderful organizations that actually did make the right choice, got out of risky financial instruments, and for their organization, saved the day before it ever happened, and they were able to redeploy their funds later and even be more successful than what happened to the industry at whole. Well, this is a very simple example. So let's just kind of think about this. If we apply this very thought, say, to marriage, one partner might feel like everything is perfectly fine and not perceive the current reality that their partner quietly yearns for a divorce. Uh, so, And that would be much to their partner's surprise. I've actually had some acquaintances who came home and found the divorce notice right on the uh, uh, counter there when they came home and their partner had already moved out to their total surprise. Well, so this is an example of not taking stock of, well, what is the current reality? So the current reality describes the state of the issue today. It's a snapshot of uh, the issue in this very moment. And as you assess your current reality, be thoughtful and considerate yet brutally honest. Try to be as objective as possible. And one of the ways I like to look at it is pretend that you are a bird on the window sill looking in on the situation with total objectivity. So what do you see happening? Uh, emotions can be part of the current reality. However, uh, use caution to not let the emotion cloud the facts, which can so often happen. So trying to stick to the facts as objectively as possible uh, is really helpful. Uh, now, if you're doing this as a team or with your organization, you may need to compile some data so that you can accurately assess the, uh, assess the current reality. And remember, you're describing the situation as it looks today. What do you see on the surface? And that will tell you a great deal. And once you identify the current reality, then you simply determine whether there's a gap between your vision and the current reality. 
Uh, if so, then you move through the six-step process to step three. However, if your current reality already matches your vision, well, there's really no reason to go on to the next step. You just keep doing what you're doing, which is producing the results that you want. And so you're already there. So to illustrate this process, let's look at a simple relationship example. And in this relationship, a long-time couple has begun the six-step process. After establishing their vision, they're ready to analyze their current reality. So here's the vision that they discussed and set up. We want to have a happy, exciting, and close relationship filled with great memories. We want to have that spark, and we want to have happiness together. Well, as they, as a birdie on the window, started looking at the current situation, here are some of the things they observed. They, they just listed the current reality. We have no meaningful dialogue or talks between us anymore. In other words, we don't see ourselves sitting down having meaningful discussions. Uh, in reality, we go on a date every two or three months. <laughs> uh, in reality, we do not see a lot of laughter between us anymore. And we are busy, busy, busy in different areas of our life. Uh, another thing we see is we've been together for years, and we have had a lot of fun memories in the past. Uh, another current reality is we have two children who we love, and we want to see them succeed. So we've got that down, and we see that we treat each other civilly. We're respectful of one another. So after outlining the points of their reality, uh, this couple determines that there is clearly a gap separating the vision from the current reality. So the partners would move to step three and identify why there is a gap between the current reality and the vision. So not to get ahead of ourselves at this point, uh, but you can't really develop a plan unless you know the root cause, the why for the gap separating the current reality and the vision. Back like our three people walking along the street of getting it right, really be sure that we understand what the communication is. And so this is one of the reasons the six steps are so powerful. In this situation, most couples would start with the problem and go right to the solution phase. Uh, we don't talk anymore. Or we don't spend time together. So how do we fix that? Well, that approach rarely helps the situation improve. We'll be right back to our episode. So let's talk about the next myth. A next, another myth in problem solving is the myth of, well, let's, we need to go right to the solution. Well, when you have a problem going right to the solution, this being the myth, it's really fraught with dangerous risks and traps that can totally derail you in the problem-solving process, and you might even end up solving the wrong problem, and then you'll still be stuck with your original problem, only now you're, you've wasted time, you have more stress, and you've wasted money. So the answer when you have a problem or an issue is how do you avoid this myth? is to have a systematic process that protects you. 
And that's exactly what the six steps to the transformation challenge are. Step one is, what is the vision? Step two is, what is the current reality? And as you can see right now, now we're starting to think in a systemic process in a way that keeps us focused to get the right type of answers ultimately and a solution to the problem. So as we think about the difference between step one and step two, the vision, the current reality, we simply ask ourselves, is there a gap? And if so, we go to step three, uh, which is what is the real cause of the problem? But we'll get to that one in the, <laughs> in the next podcast. So as you get the start using the transformation, transformation challenge and start utilizing the six, six steps, you will get better and better at systemic thinking of the whole, not just the parts in a context of solving the real problem. Now, in order to do that, just a reminder, if you haven't done it yet, one of the best ways to get going on this to really start making this part of your DNA is to be sure that you get the book, that you read the book, and you take the transformation challenge and invite others to do that. So if you haven't yet got the book, remember you can go to the transformationchallenge.com and just order it today. You can get it free. All you have to do is handle the shipping and handling, uh, and we'll take care of the cost of the book. And along with that, don't forget, you'll get a quick start guide free if you would like. You just, there's a place that you can push the button and it'll, it will download this immediately. And in addition, you'll notice there's another PDF that you can have access to. And it is actually an example of applying the six steps with a real life example. So there you go. That's one way to avoid this particular myth. Now back to the podcast. As you have the opportunity to uh, review the book, you'll notice that we use five real case, case studies in the language of uh, Harvard Business School or examples, real life examples of people that have applied the principles of the uh, six steps to problem solving, planning and execution. Uh, I'm going to go through a couple of these right now to actually tie together the uh, step one, step two, thinking about the vision, current reality, and then is there a gap which gives us direction to move forward solidly. There's no confusion here. There is a defined process of how we attack problems and solve uh, issues. I'm going to hit two of these today as we wrap up our podcast. The first is with Flying J. Uh, this highly successful company was number 17 on the Forbes largest private companies list in the United States. Uh, and that is when they discovered that they had a $400 million cash flow, a cash uh, shortfall, excuse me, uh, a cash flow pro major problem. Uh, the new CEO, Crystal, discovered this, and it seemed that there was a total corporate failure that seemed imminent. Her father had died not long ago in a terrible plane accident. Uh, Crystal, uh, Jay Call's daughter, became the new CEO. And within just a few weeks, 
uh, discovered this terrible problem. And so what was she to do? Well, Crystal applied the principles of the six-step process, and so she's a terrific leader. I, I like Crystal so much. Uh, and so she d identified, well, what's the vision? And the vision that she outlined, taking the company out of despair, by the way, was to save the company. And as soon as she identified that vision, she said, you know, everything shifted. I was excited to get up, excited to tackle this thing and to get after it. So the goal was to come up with $400 million in the next 30 days. Their lines of credit were tapped out. All of their financial resources were tapped out. So now we had a real direction on how to go after this problem. Crystal brought her team together to assess the current reality. And they completed the data so that they had an accurate picture of what the current reality really was. And because the size of the company, there were a lot of data points that came out as part of this discussion. So what did the current reality really look like? Well, here are some of the points that comprised their assessment. The banks had called the loan, and they had a $400 million shortfall of cash. And that was a reality. That's one of the birdies sitting on the window that they could just see what was happening. They also saw that their core business was in travel centers and truck stops. And in fact, the current travel centers uh, and truck stops were still very successful and profitable. Another thing that they saw was that in recent years, they had branched out into buying a petroleum refinery and a pipeline. And they had purchased the oil for their refinery and pipeline at about $800 million, and now the price of oil had dropped significantly. Another thing that they saw as a current reality, Flying J had 16,000 employees and payroll was coming up. And another thing they saw was most people were saying the company couldn't be saved and that they would have to close their doors. Well, these and other points that they outlined showed that there was a giant gap between Flying J's vision to save the company and their current reality. And to say the least, they were in serious trouble, and it looked like closing the doors might be a real risk and maybe even unavoidable. unavoidable. So it was time for them to identify the root cause for the gap and develop a plan to save the company. So in their case, it clearly was on to step three is what are the real causes. Okay, so that's one very good example. Any one of us with whatever problems we have can do exactly the same thing, regardless how big, how small the opportunities. What's the vision? What's the current reality? Is there a gap? And if so, we go on to uh, steps three through six. Okay, now here is the second example that we'll wrap up this podcast with today. Uh, and it happens to be Sean and the 18 months of unemployment. Uh, it's interesting because uh, this uh, Sean was the friend, or excuse me, was the uh, spouse of a friend's executive assistant. Uh, and 
so they were really perplexed of how to solve this problem. And we were out on a 5K walk and we decided to apply the six-step process to Sean's predicament. So during our walk together, we identified the vision. At first he said, well, it's to get a job. (laughs) And I said to him, no, no, that's not the vision. Uh, What's the vision? And finally he said, I want to make a difference. I want to be fulfilled. I want to make a difference in not only my life, but in the company's life. I want to use my talents. And another part of the vision is I want to help the owner sleep well at night. I said, yeah, now you're talking. That's a great vision. So then we decided to take a look at the current reality. So the vision, help the owners of the new company sleep well at night, get a job that allows him to spend high quality time with his family and helps him achieve his financial dreams and helps him feel excited when he wakes up in the morning. Okay, what's the current reality? Well, the current reality is he had been unemployed for 18 months. He had had six different job interviews, yet none of them offered a follow-up interview. Uh, Sean, uh, another current reality, is a large man, 6'3", 250 pounds. He had a shaved head and a hunter's beard. (laughs) He was 47 years old. And uh, notice, this is simply an objective ob- observation. In other words, he, there was a possibility in an interview, he may appear intimidating to some people. As we thought about this, Sean also uh, indicated in the current reality, he had an excellent track record of skills and accomplishments, and especially in marketing, IT, and human relations. Uh, Another uh, thing that we saw in the current reality is the unemployment rate uh, in his state was 4.5%. And last of all, they were living on his wife's income alone, and there was an increasing financial shortfall in the family's budget. So in Sean's case, there clearly was a gap between the vision that he had and the current reality. I mean, he wasn't even close on achieving his vision at this point. And so he was ready to go on to step three and identify the root cause of the gap. So there we have it. These are examples. And so you can start right now on saying, okay, do I have a problem I want to work on? And the first thing we want to do is say, what's the vision? Where do we want to be? Where do we want to end up? And number two is, what is the current reality? You can start on this right now, and you are on your way to taking the bad and making it better, uh, making your good, making it better, and making your better and making it best, to changing your world, to getting to a better place, to have hope, uh, to radiate encouragement and a positive direction. So there we have it. Uh, our invitation to you, get the book. Be sure you have it. If you don't already, then invest in it. Uh, This is a fun read. uh, And remember, you can get it on thetransformationchallenge.com and you'll get it for free. You'll just, you take care of the shipping and handling. We'll take care of the cost of the book. There's some other tools that you can download immediately that'll help you when you get the book, read it. Number three, 
take the challenge yourself, start applying it to issues, and invite others to do the same. So here we are. We're off to a great place and making progress. I'm wishing you the best as you make a difference. Uh, and as you apply this, you'll see immediate changes in how you feel in your spirit. So I, we wish you the best in this process. This is Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, wishing you a great day. Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.